Yes, yes, hello, my beautiful people. It's me, Frank Donga, your number one job seeker, bringing you someone that looks at all gist this time of the day. I know you like gist just like me, and this one you will hear today, as usual, it will shock you. I promise you, this is the kind of gist that will affect your health. Trust me, it will also affect the health of your family. Yes, because we'll be talking about our health. I'm not alone. There's a very solid expert with me here. Together, we're going to be dropping the gist. Well, I said the hot. I said the hot. Neil are the ones that are powering this gist, though, man, I tell you. So wherever you are, at home, at work, at play, at sleep, eyes open. Call your friend, tell them to call their friends, and call your enemy, call your neighbor, whoever you want to call. Follow me. Let's go together and get this gist. I'll be back. Now, they say health is wealth, all right? Now, which one is which one? Is it that poor health leads to poor wealth? Or is it that good health leads to good wealth? Are all healthy people wealthy or are all wealthy people well? I don't confuse it. Hello, Doc. With Frank Donga. Hello, Doc. You're listening to Hello Doc with Frank Donga. Today, I'm going to be discussing with a very important person who's always ready to share his wealth of experience with us. Dr. Francis is right here with us. Dr. Francis. Okay. You're welcome, sir. I know good talk. I'm with you. I know good talk. Okay, I beg, don't talk. You are don't, don't talk, I beg. You okay. have a way of shaking one table somewhere. Okay, I will not talk, but I can speak. She has to speak. I speak, I beg. Okay, is there any connection between routine immunization and how financially successful family is? Okay, um, uh, let me take it from this level. Uh, what you spend money from your pocket, you will have... You, you will definitely feel it. Don't leave me, doctor. Don't leave me. Say it again. Uh, what you spend money for, from yeah. your pocket, you will definitely feel it somewhere. Is it not? We what call it out-of-pocket expenditure. Mm. Uh, so the problem here is that... Deep. The, the average person or average household are not like in our environment. They, most of them don't have health insurance. And because they do not have health insurance, which pays, which pays prospectively forward, or which is paid prospectively forward for a catastrophic event, whether sickness or anything, that household is at risk of having to put their hand, the head of that family or the family put somewhere where they have, even if they have a savings, to pull money from. And that can totally destabilize the family's... Or budgeted expense. Yes. Just come so, back. Yes, it's an emergency. So mm. most, most of us in Africa would do emergency spending and it's out of pocket. If you have 30,000 naira in your house, for example, and your child comes down with, with uh, pneumonia and you have to go and spend 30,000 naira just for, for five days of hospitalization for the child, you have to pay, let's say, 50,000 naira for drugs and other things that you spend on it, you will find out that you have overshot even that money that you had in your 
your, your, that you've saved by double or three times. So in order for you to be able to even use that money, to get the money in the first place, one or two things could happen. One is that if you, if you spend that amount of money, if you don't have it, your child could die because you don't have any means. And that's why sometimes when people go to Babalao, they go to all sorts of uh, places seeking treatment. It is sometimes not because they think that place will give them those services because they don't have money. Hmm. So sometimes some people use those as opportunities to do. So that goes with routine immunization. Routine immunization is mostly free. So at the end of the day, if somebody does not prevent, let's say rotavirus, is one of the diseases that routine immunization tends to prevent. And the child now comes down with diarrhea. I gave this example some time ago that child can end be thrown into frank uh, uh, malnutrition because of just measles or uh, rotavirus uh, disease because of that frequency of diarrhea. And if the parents don't understand their literacy level is poor or health literacy level, and they are, or sometimes they are poor too in terms of income or in terms of household wealth, they'll look for alternatives that may not give them succor to make sure that child is better and the child will die. Or the child will suffer for it. The child may, may go into seizures if it's malaria, for example. The temperature may go too high and the child will have convulsions. And once the child has it too many times, the child may have brain damage. So the child will occasionally have seizures and they will tell you spirits that are doing it to the child. But it's not spirits. A lot of people you see with seizures are because in their childhood they suffered one form of detrimental health, health episode, especially one that brought about high fever, which could become from even pneumonia, which you can prevent by vaccination. In childhood. Dr. Godipa, I like where you are going now. You said pneumonia. Yes, for example. Can be prevented. Yes. There's with vaccination, pneumococcal conjugate vaccine, yeah. which is, uh, sorry, the, the, it's a term. There's what we call pneumococcal conjugate vaccine, which is PCV. Mm. It's given to children. And it can prevent pneumonia. Yes. Most commonly, pneumonia that affects our children. That's an example of a disease that you could have prevented when the baby yes, was ah, baby. Yes, so, so that, that is very important. It helps to give them that fighting chance for pneumonia. Mm. So you find that by the time the child did not have that and the child ends up with pneumonia, you may end up hospital setting alone to manage pneumonia when it's, when it's a severe pneumonia and probably complicated. It becomes extremely very expensive for the family. No Not sense. many families can pay that money. It no make sense at all. So you find out that family that is already poor, we get poorer. Hmm. And that's why we call it catastrophic spending. So we do more of emergency spending. And that catastrophic spending, spending may be such that the family may not be able to come out of it. So that person that has money, like, is it can, is something that they can treat like in one, one day in the hospital? You go. No, no, if it's severe pneumonia, that's an issue. You don't treat it in one day. And the person that not be able to go to work. Uh, especially children, no, no, but they will not be able to go to school. It can affect school attendance. And, and, and somebody that's not going to school, Agam, and how will he learn? If he doesn't learn, yeah. how will he become a professional? Yeah. So those are the things. Mm. And then, like, the, also the economy is affected because what you give to the child in early life is what the child will come and give back to your economy. Mm. If you give the child a fighting chance, the child comes through life goes through adolescence and adulthood and the brain is still intact, has not had a dis disability of any kind, the child can give your economy 
better impute in terms of their best years of their life. That's like good return on investment. Yes. So it's, it's just a return on investment. So you have invested in these children. So when they are grown up, a lot of Nigerians that, were, that, that are doing a brain drain to other economies of the world, we forget that a lot of them went through all these things. We, we packaged them by making sure they are vaccinated and all this is. Now other economies are ripping it. Mm. Then, of course, in some way, some of them are also sending back in terms of uh, diaspora remittances, which yes. is very hard currency. Yeah, hard currency. Back to Nigeria. Yes, so sir. we have invested. So and we're getting return is. on investment. Mm. If those children died in childhood, they'll say it's a, a biku or something, you know, and all those kind of things. Hello, with Frank Donga. Hello, You're listening to Hello, Doc, with Frank Donga. But Dr. Waits, yeah. I just say uh, they should immunize, they should immunize, they should vaccinate you when they are small, mm. so that in future, somebody, for example, the example you gave now, like mm. pneumonia, you said they could have people given pneumonia, pneumonia vaccine, vaccine, yes. uh, conjugate vaccine, that will now prevent katakata later in future, that will now lead to bills in the hospital, the complicated treatment, you can't go to work or you can't go to school or necessary. Maybe the vaccine going is so expensive that people can't afford it. Is, it, is that why? Yeah, people look at it that way, but uh, most of these vaccines are subsidized mm. and a lot of them are free. So, the, so long as you, the, what may even cost some parents is just make sure that the child is at the facility during immunization days. And they have maybe sometimes some facility, depending on the community or the environment, they may charge us a few things just to keep, make sure that the card and some other things are places. But primary care facilities, most of these immunizations within them are free. So, immunization? Against like pneumonia now, it's way cheaper than treatment. Of yes, pneumonia. treatment now. Yes. So you remember that thing they used to say that uh, prevention is better than cure. What they didn't tell you is that prevention is most times cheaper than cure. That cure is often much more expensive than prevention. What you please like any other thing, you have a crack on your wall and you decide to fix it now, or you allow it to bring down your roof. Mm. What you fix will be more detrimental. Prevention no, so, is better than cure. Yes, so prevention is better than cure. So prevention costs, even the price, even if you look at the economics of it, if a child takes vaccine now to prevent something in the future, price of things are going up, going up, and that child didn't take that vaccine, for example, and that child didn't take that vaccine. When that child falls sick in future, you know how much you probably spend for that same thing you should have just managed by a vaccine that is free. Or even at most, you pay a token to get that vaccine. It's, so it's not it's not cost effective for you not to have vaccination. Hmm. Vaccination is very cost effective. One of the most cost effective interventions human beings have ever designed. So you save costs by just taking the vaccine when you're supposed when to you take, are supposed it. take it. You save yourself a problem in future. Unnecessary you know? headache. Yes, you know. So so that is very, very important. You know? So vaccination is very, very important. So even people forget too that routine immunization include, uh, includes things like even for, for women who are pregnant, like tetanus toxoid. You know? mm -hmm. Because in a lot of our communities in the villages, all these women are those who, they, 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 they are those who cut their own cord. They cut when the child is born. They deliver home. And sometimes, they are, sometimes some of them are delivered by TBAs who may not be very educated to sterilize what they use for cutting this thing. So that tetanus that toxin you've given the woman prevents her from coming out with tetanus. Hmm. And that, would, that, would that protect the baby also? Yeah, some level of protection is there, you know, but, it, but most of it is passive. But more of the protection is really for the mother. For the mother. Mm. 
So, you know, so some of these things are very important, but we most of us don't understand the science of it. And that's why we need to even go all the way to make people understand the value of these things. And because the problem is that because of some of the recent things like pandemic, there has been so much misinformation. So, so much information is out there because of even social media. Anybody just wakes up one day, probably they're doing something in their kitchen, they just got a brainwave to throw something into social media, they just put it there, whether it's true or false. And everybody will chop it. Yes. People don't ask themselves, ah, all this while from childhood, we got immunized, we got vaccinated for one thing or and we've done well. Yeah. Why is it suddenly we will now start singing a different song? Those of us that have made it. And we can see in our environment the cost implications for, for families that have not done this thing. I talked about seizures. The child, you know how people here, they, they think all sorts of taboo things around seizures. Somebody going, is going to well and just falls down, starts convulsing. They, they think of all the worst things they can they do. Don't get out they will age. stigmatize that person. Now, and now in the age of social media, someone can just go and film the person now out of just and just send it to them. That person's life. Hmm. People will start avoiding. You know, so, so those things are there. So why not prevent these kind of things? As early as possible, once the child has opportunity to, be, uh, to get any form of vaccination, follow the vac uh, vaccination schedule. Make sure the, guy, the child gets it, whether boy or girl. Make sure they get this thing. You save their lives. And you save money. You save money for the future. You, and you because save time. Because that thing we said. And there's also evidence because, uh, I mean, there was a study that was done for a 16-year window, and one of the things that came out of it clearly, they found out that cost of spend on uh, vaccination and um, and uh, cost almost $112.4 billion across countries, you know. And the, the funny thing is that out of that, $4 billion was from out of pocket. $4 billion. Dollars was out of pocket. So you see the significance of uh, that difference. That four billion could have been in household, could have been better invested in the, the household, in other things. So there's just a lot of waste of money. Yes, because sometimes we 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 don't know that health, investing in health is a critical thing. And of course, that also comes to play even in sometimes what governments do. Sometimes governments don't see health as a priority because it's, a, it's, an, it's an intangible. Good health is an intangible asset. It's an asset of a country. But because you don't see it, it's not something you see, you often underrate it. And we should not, and a critical part of it is good vaccine foundation. Thank you, doctor. Doctor has said it, investing in health is a very critical thing. And good health is an asset. Take those two informations to the bank. Those two pieces of information, carry and go back. I'll repeat it for the last time. Investing in health is very critical. Either for the government level or your personal level. Invest in your health. Don't joke with it. And then, if you invest in your health, eh, it's going to yield results. You save yourself unnecessary headache in the future. You don't hear them. All right, guys, ladies and gentlemen, it's always a pleasure having you on Hello Doc with Frank Donga. We've been talking to Dr. Francis. And, you know, he's uh, been a fantastic contributor on this our podcast. And whatever question you want to ask or tweet, don't forget that hashtag. Change creators. Put the hashtag change creators. Tweet at us. Follow us at Neil Campaigns and let us know what you're thinking, what the challenge is. Take this message to everywhere around you. Tell your friends, your neighbors, your families. Love your enemies as yourself by telling them about routine vaccination and immunization. Hello, Hello Doc with Frank Donga. Hello.
Colombia. <laughs>